Welcome to the Nun Report, bringing your regular dose of truth, freedom, and weirdness with your host, Dan Nunn. Thanks for tuning in today. It's always great to jump on and talk about stuff, right? Actually talk to you and to put information out there. I uh, Yesterday's show, I put out uh, my show at a certain time of day, usually around between two and four o'clock is when I'm recording. And so the indictment had happened. So we had, I had information on that on the show, but I did not get the response. And the speech that uh, Trump gave at Bedminster later to a group of uh, a crowd that was there for a fundraiser, I didn't get to do that. So we're going to put some of that out today. We're going to, of course, wish happy birthday to President Donald J. Trump. I have a special ode to Trump from my friend Sean Farish on that coming up on the show pretty soon. And, uh, and of course, Flag Day, which is like the real flag that you should have actual pride in, right? Okay, so the, the one that's back there behind me, that's the only pride flag that I recognize. And, uh, and I know a lot of you feel the same way as well. We're going to go ahead and take a look at uh, the economy. We'll, we'll look at the economy because some numbers have come out. Consumer confidence is still not good. Families still have more. They just don't have enough check. To reach the end of the month, right? They have more month at the end of the paycheck and everybody's cutting back. It, it's The Biden administration can say what they want. They're trying to set a new norm of higher gas prices and open border and high inflation that everybody is just supposed to live with while they can p- continue to print money to finance their green, wet dreams. And we've got to stop that. But first, before we do any of that, breaking news, Adam Schiff, as you know, uh, so that the House voted to censure him and also fine him $16 million, which was the estimated, estimated to be half the price of the, uh, of the Mueller investigation, which was a complete sham. There was no Russia collusion. There was no nothing. It was all made up. Hillary Clinton and the DNC made it up. The FBI backed it. They used a fake dossier from a spy that was made up. Adam Schiff went out there and uh, multiple times, and said, nope, we have insurmountable evidence. We have conclusive evidence. He said it from the House floor. He said it from every news channel that he could get his face in front of. He said it in front of reporters. He said it on the steps of the Capitol. He said it everywhere he went. He was vomiting that he had conclusive evidence that Trump colluded with the Russians. He lied. He lied to the American people. He lied to the American press. He lied to Congress. The guy's a little shit. He's a weasel. He deserves to be censured. He deserves to be fined. He deserves to be kicked out of Congress. It's disgusting and pathetic to think that little shit might end up in the Senate with even more power. Anyway, I'm a little hot on this. This is why we need to get America First candidates in there because the House, 20 Republicans in the House voted to not Censure Schiff. After he got up on his soapbox, on every news network out there, every talk show he could get on, every place he could put his pathetic little face and lied to the American people, knowing that he had no such thing as conclusive evidence. He knew he was lying. He knew there was no actual evidence. He knew it was complete and utter bullshit. And he did it anyway. 20 House Republicans decided that they were going to not censure him. 20. And two voted president, present, and four voted no vote. So really you could say 26 spineless, gutless, testicularly challenged rhinos in the House that can't even hold a lying sack of shit responsible within their midst. And they do this a day after a seven-year politically motivated witch hunt. Finally, the Department of Justice indicts President Trump. And they can't even go out the day after that and censure shitty little Schiff? So who are these 20 Rhino Republicans, here they are. Armstrong, North Dakota. Chavez de Ramir, Oregon. Siskamani, Arizona. Cole, 
Oklahoma, Davidson, Ohio, Fitzpatrick, Pennsylvania, Granger, Texas, Graves, Louisiana, Keene, New Jersey, Kylie, California. That's the first 10. Kim, California, Lawler, New York, Massey, a POS, Kentucky, McClintock, California, Melanero, New York, Obernolte, California, Simpson, Idaho, Turner, Ohio, Valadeo, California, and Womack from Arkansas. Those are the 20 people, the 20 so-called Republicans that did not agree that lying sack of Schiff should be censored. Censured, excuse me, censured. It's uh, It's sad. It's sad, but this is why we got to get people looking. Up in Washington State, we have a a candidate running for Congress in our third district, Joe Kent. He's a 20-year veteran, Special Forces Green Beret, served his country. He was also a field operative for the CIA after that. He's a true patriot, patriot, an American first candidate. He would have, he doesn't believe in wars. He doesn't believe we should be financing these endless wars. He doesn't, he's, trust me, he's a good guy. I support him every chance I get. But this is exactly why we need to get people like him back there. These elections are important. You can't keep voting these same rhinos in. It only took 20, look at that. 20 Republican, gutless, spineless, testicularly challenged rhinos to sink that ship. Anyway, moving on to happier things and happier times. Uh, my friend, Sean Farish, he's the best Trump impressionist there is. It really is. Um, he, he, he's a funny guy. He also happens to be uh, pretty savvy politically. He's got his head on straight. He's good at commentary. I want you to check out his podcast, um, Ungoverned. It's on Rumble. And also Captain Deplorable, which he does once a week. And that's, that's also on Rumble. But uh, he had this to say. This is, imagine if President Trump were singing happy birthday to himself. I want to open up the show with this. Happy birthday, President Trump. You are my president. And, uh, and this is just a piece of comedic gold. I mean, this is, this is good stuff. Check it out. Please follow his pages. Please check out his Rumble account. Great guy. Happy birthday to me, the greatest president in history. We're going to make America great again. And save our country. It's America's favorite birthday, boy. What a fantastic day. Flag day and a wonderful birthday. I'm having a big, beautiful birthday, Big Mac. The biggest Mac in the history of the world. Here's to 77. It's a beautiful day. Here's to 77. And the best is yet to come. And that is Sean Farish, Captain Deplorable himself. Uh, check him out, CaptainDeplorable45.com. Did you know that you can actually, uh, you can get sound bites from him and stuff. You can buy them, instant download, sound bites, ringtones. He'll even do custom stuff for you for a certain fee. It's good, good, good stuff. Um, anyway, hey, check him out. Moving on, let's get into, uh, dive right into to kind of the post, what happened after the indictment. So I'm going to show you a couple of different funny takes. Fox News did this. I don't watch Fox, but this this has been going around. It is has been confirmed this did happen. It was between the eight and nine o'clock hour when it was switching over. When Hannity came on, they took this down, but this is what they had going across the bottom of their screen uh, during the during the break. Wannabe dictator speaks at the White House after having his political rival arrested. <laughs> I love it. So somebody at Fox either doesn't have a job anymore or <laughs> they're Maybe somebody doesn't have a job anymore after that one, or it was uh, it was condoned. But that looks to me like someone who just had enough and said enough, and they went ahead and put that out. We'll see if we get the rest of the story on that little caper, and I will make sure to update you on it as as I find out information. Because, but that's just hilarious, right? I, I got to imagine that uh, somebody probably lost their job over that. Um, but it's brilliant. Maybe they covered their tracks and they won't get caught, and there could just be a little mole down there. You know, there's some true patriots still left working at uh, working at Fox. On the contrary, on the other side, you had PBS, and they have to warn. PBS actually put it up, and at the bottom, context. 
Warning for context. Experts warn that inflammatory rhetoric from elected officials or people in power can prompt individual actors to commit acts of violence. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. Acts of violence. Oh, no. Another insurrection is being called for. You never know what Donald Trump is going to say, right? He might say to be peaceful. Horrible, man. Could you imagine him calling for people to be peaceful? Anyway, that's how PBS framed it. And, uh, and of course, it goes on. But uh, before CNN, they just had to, Rachel Maddow, you know, for someone, why does she look so much like a man? She just wants to look like a man. But they have to make sure that they say this. Check it out. I need to say that former President Trump has just started uh, making public remarks, just as he did on the evening of his first arraignment on criminal charges. That was April, when he was booked on 34 felony counts brought by the state of New York. Now tonight, after his arraignment on federal felony charges, he's speaking again, this time to an audience of his supporters that's gathered for a a campaign fundraiser tonight at his his golf club and summer home in New Jersey. we knew heading into this that he was planning to make these remarks. We are prepared for his pre-fundraiser remarks tonight to again be essentially a Trump campaign speech. Because of that, we do not intend to carry these remarks live. Um, as we have said before in these circumstances, there is a cost to us as a new... Yeah, there's a cost, all right. And then uh, it continued. We, um, we do have now some of the sound, as I told you, we're not... And the audience, we're not carrying his remarks live because we're not carrying his remarks live because, frankly, they're just a bunch of lies. Is what he what he was going to say? I cut him off early there uh, in my in my effort to want to say something. It's, it's, these these are not serious people. They they call themselves a news organization, and they won't even cover the remarks of the leading Republican candidate for president, who's also happens to be polling in a head to head election with Biden, five or six points ahead. He's 40 points ahead of anybody else in the field. That's DeSantis in the Republican Party. And they won't even cover his comments. That's how much they hate. That's how much they're broken. That's how much their TDS has control of their little testicles. It's a testy day today. That's all I got to say. <laughs> but man, these people, they're not a serious news organization. How can you take them serious when they won't even cover... The, the, the biggest political figure that this country has seen in a generation. And one who happens to be, by the way, leading his nearest opponent by 40 points, despite the fact that they've been trying to, they've been dragging him through the mud for seven years. One thing after the other, they've been throwing at him. Finalizing with, with indictments. And still, Teflon Don, get that off me. I'm here to save America. God, I love that guy. What a strong, strong player he is. Here's a couple of his remarks from, uh, excuse me. Here's a couple of his remarks from Bedminster, New Jersey. Check it out. If the communists get away with this, it won't stop with me. They will not hesitate to ramp up their persecution of Christians, pro-life activists, parents attending school board meetings, and even future Republican candidates, which they do. We must end it permanently, and we must end it immediately. Now that the seal, so important, is broken, the seal is broken by what they've done. They should never have done this. This was an unwritten rule. You just don't, unless it's really bad. But you just don't. But the seal is now broken. In addition to closing the border and removing all of the criminal elements that have illegally invaded our country, making America energy independent and even dominant again, and immediately ending the war between Russia and Ukraine, I'll have it ended in 24 hours. I will appoint a real special prosecutor to go after the most corrupt president in the history of the United States of America, Joe Biden. And the entire Biden crime family, name a special prosecutor. And all others involved with the destruction of our elections, our borders, and our country itself. They're destroying our country. So there he is. He's promising to hire a real special prosecutor and go after Biden, the entire Biden crime family, 
and all of those who are guilty. You see, the, the, the game has changed. I had people comment on my socials and, and send me messages saying, he didn't. he's not going to do anything. You know, he said the same thing about Hillary. He said he was going to go after Hillary when he got in office. He caved. He's not going to go after Biden. And my answer is, well, don't you think the landscape has changed just, just, just a little bit? Don't you think that after a seven-year witch hunt, two impeachments that were complete and utter shams, and now culminating in indictments that could put him in prison for the rest of his life? Don't you think the goalposts have moved a little bit? Don't you think that we're on a little bit of a new playing field here? Don't you think it's time for retribution? I think that Trump thinks it's time for that. Oh, and by the way, he doesn't have to worry about running for a second term. He only gets one. That's why it's imperative we increase our majority in the House of Representatives to override the rhinos. Get rid of those 20 people. House is up for election every single time. Get rid of those 20 people. Primary them. Get them out. We don't need them as part of the new Republican Party. We don't need them to make America great again because they're certainly not about making America great again. They're about themselves. That's why it's important we increase our majority in the House, that we recapture the Senate, and we take all three branches of government and stick it to them. They started it. Let's remember who started this. Trump said what? They took the genie out of the bottle, or they, uh, how did he put it just now? At any rate, they changed the game. By going after Trump the way they did, and by criminally charging a president of the United States, they have changed the game, and I hope that you recognize that. I hope that you realize that. I hope you believe that and go after it this election cycle. Get involved in your primaries. Get involved locally. Get involved by amplifying shows like this if you can't get out there and do it. Go to your school board meetings. Drop a check in the mail for 10 bucks to support a candidate. Like this show. Share this show and others like it. Support and amplify the movement of America first. Everybody can do something. And everybody should. He truth, same thing. Oh, the seal has been broken. That was the term he used. Yeah, the seal's been broken, man. The genie's out of the bottle. The toothpaste is out of the tube. However you want to put it. Now the seal is broken in addition to closing the border and removing all the criminal elements that have illegally invaded our country, making American energy in, independent and even dominant again. He'll immediately end the war between Russia and Ukraine. He'll appoint a real special prosecutor to go after the most corrupt president in the history of the USA, Joe Biden, and the entire Biden crime family. One more bite, and then I'm going to move on to why they hate him so much. Tucker Carlson did his third uh, Tucker on Twitter episode. It was 13 and a half minutes, somewhere around there. It was his longest uh, monologue yet since he started back up on Twitter. And he did it in the face of a cease and desist letter from Fox. God bless him. There's a man. There's a man, a patriot, that... Uh, laid it out like it is. And the reason that they hate Donald Trump so bad, and he laid it out in a way that, I mean, it was a bomb. It was a truth bomb. And, uh, you know, they, this is, this is why they hate Tucker. This is why they want to silence him. It's why they hate Trump. Because you've got people on both sides of the aisle making a ton of money from war. So we'll take a look at that too. But here's another uh, clip from the Trump speech at Bedminster. Check it out. They want to take away my freedom because I will never let them take away your freedom. It's very simple. They want to silence me because I will never let them silence you. They want you silenced. And I am the only one that can save this nation because you know they're not coming after me. They're coming after you. And I just happen to be standing in their way and I will never be moving. On November 5th, 2024, justice will be done. We will take back our country and we will make America great again. 
Thank you. God bless you all. Thank you. Thank you very much. Great job. Thank you. Yeah. Great, man. Bring it on. I'm in. I'm all in, man. I'm with you, baby. We're uh we're going all the way this time, man. I I I I'll tell you what. I don't know how he doesn't the only the one thing I'm not well, I'm not even going to say it. There's one thing that could stop him from getting the nomination and I don't even want to think about that reality because that would be some sick person that was motivated by the extreme commie Democrats to do something very very bad. So, Tucker Carlson is monologue on the, his third episode of Tucker on Twitter had this, I'm going to play this little clip and then I'll comment. Check it out. Everyone in power thinks that, except for Donald Trump. Whatever else you say about him, Trump is the one guy with an actual shot of becoming president who dissents from Washington's longstanding pointless war agenda. And for that, that one fact, they're trying to take Trump out before you can vote for him. And that should upset you more than anything that's happened in American politics in your lifetime. Even if you don't plan to vote for Donald Trump, even if you would die before voting for Donald Trump, which is your right and a lot of good people feel that way, even still, the destruction of our democracy, which is the right of voters to support any candidate they want, even candidates who don't want war with Russia, the destruction of that should keep you up at night. Yes, Donald Trump is a flawed man, but his sins are minor compared to those of his persecutors. In this life, we don't get to choose our martyrs. We can only choose our principles and America's are at stake. Over 70 million views as of this afternoon. And he's right. Think of the, the politicians on both sides who support the war in Ukraine. This country, the United States has been perpetually at war pretty much since World War II. They haven't won a single one of them. But we've sure made a lot of people rich. We've kept the military industrial complex going. It's also cost a lot of lives. And even though we're not directly fighting in Ukraine, we're responsible for keeping it going. And those who think, you know, who, fly, who have their Ukraine lapels on their suits and their, their little I'm with Ukraine on their profile pictures on social, you're a useful idiot. You're stupid. If you're falling for the fact, if you think that this has anything to do with saving some sort of democracy in Ukraine, which by the way, it's not. You're just dumb. I'm sorry. Joe Ken up here in Washington State, he knows a thing or two about war. He knows a thing or two about geopolitics. And he had something to say about Tucker's monologue. This is these are the type of people we need in Congress. These are the type of people we need to get back there to join Matt Gates and Marjorie Taylor Greene and Boebert and the others to write this ship and to put America first and Americans first and stop the endless wars. Joe Kent running for the third district here in Washington. War is the force that gives permanent DC power while draining we the people of not just our blood and treasure, but also any real choice. Anyone like Trump who dissents from the war machine will be relentlessly prosecuted. The system is designed to protect itself and put us last. And that's true. I, I, I dare anybody out there to, to disprove that. Prove me wrong. So it doesn't just, you know, it's obviously the war is the main thing about these people, but they, these are just sick, sick, evil people. One of the people that never seems to go away, I, I wish to God that she would, is Hillary Clinton. And it, it's a shame, actually, that she didn't get locked up just so we didn't have to listen to her line of BS. She just can't keep her mouth shut. And she doesn't know when to keep her mouth shut. This was on an interview that she did um, on, a, on a podcast or talk show. I don't know what this was. It was some B-rated thing, obviously. But uh, yeah, the Pod, Pod Save America is what, it, what the show is. But um, she's on there talking about 
well, what else is she talking about? The same thing she's been talking about since she became a loser to him, Donald Trump. The response that we've seen in polling from Republicans um, suggests that they're going to stick with him, that it's more of a cult than a political party at this point, and they're going to stick with their leader. So I think that actually President Biden is uh, in a very strong position. So first we're a basket of deplorables, and now we're a cult. See, if you don't believe in the Democratic Party, if you support Donald Trump, you're in a cult. You can't, how do you argue with that? If that's her mindset, and then she thinks that President Biden is in a strong position, he's the weakest Swiss cheese for brains. <laughs> lump of lump of rotting oatmeal is what Dan Bongino calls him. I think it's funny as hell. He's in a strong position to beat Trump. That's what she says. And uh, she did another little clip. I'm going to play just a just a just a bit of it here. Check this. Republicans claim that you got off. So you did the same thing and got off scot free. Why did your friend Jim Comey let you off <laughs> so easy? That, that's a really good question. I can't figure that one out. Um, you know, I do think it's, it's uh, odd, let's just say, to the point of being absurd, um, how that is their only response. You know, they refuse to read the indictment. They refuse to engage with the facts. There's not- I've read the indictment, every single word, more than once. You should too. It's out there. It's not very long. The first 31 counts are exactly the same. You could just go to 31 and read from that forward and you've got like one page of information to read. Um, (laughs) She just can't get Donald Trump out of her head, man. He's been living rent-free for there since 2016 when she drank her night into oblivion on election night, I'm sure is why she couldn't come out and uh, address everybody. She probably started drinking hard, crying. Poor Hillary. It was her turn. <laughs> Good riddance. Unfortunately, we still have to listen to her once in a while. Oh, man. All right, we're going to do a little bit of a weird segment here. We had uh, Kamala Harris on Juneteenth. She went up and uh, gave a speech and immediately begins to laugh hysterically. This woman, I tell you what, uh, my wife says it's a it's a sign of nervousness or anxiety when you when someone's in front of people if they respond by laughing or if they laugh at themselves every time they say something it's because they're uncomfortable uh, they're anxious they're nervous and and maybe that's so but you think someone who's been in the public eye for her in, in, for an entire life as a prosecutor and a politician and now as vice president you'd think that by now she'd have gotten used to it and stopped laughing like a jackal every time she says anything check this happy juneteenth Please have a seat. Please have a seat. <laughs> and to my divine nine family. Oh yeah, that's that's something. That is something. Let's let's. What does she have to say about herself? I will say one thing. I generally, and I do maintain this as a rule, is that uh, the extreme commie Democrats and their useful idiots are very angry, very sad people for the most part, but at least one of them knows how to laugh a little bit here and there, eh? So the next little uh, story that I have here is is just developing. I'm I'm tracking it down. I'm trying to get more information, but I I, I did want to throw this out. So it's interesting. You know, now the Biden crime family is being accused of having taken a couple of $5 million bribes. And there are recordings with an executive of Burisma, apparently 15 of them that are between him, the, the, the Burisma executive and Hunter Biden. And then two, that are between the Burisma executive and Joe Biden, the big guy. 
they're supposedly incriminating. This is information that came from an FBI informant. Uh, Grassley read it out on the Senate floor. They, they won't talk, you know, the FBI won't release any of it. They won't confirm nor deny, of course. We have, look, the FBI and the Department of Justice has lost complete public trust, and deservedly so, because they haven't got anything right because they've been chasing Donald Trump for seven years. And he keeps, it keeps not being true because they're lying. They cover things up, they lie, and then they cover it up some more. And then they wonder why we don't believe this, these indictment BS and some of the other stuff that comes out of them. But coincidentally, they just discovered 10 million magically appeared in Biden's 2017 tax return, according to a House investigation. House Republicans are demanding increased transparency from President Joe Biden on his personal tax returns after an investigation found one of his corporate entities reported nearly $10 million in revenue without detailing the sources. Just money just showed up. The president's critics believe the sudden influx of money may be related to allegations of bribery, bribery against the president. Well, uh, the numbers match up. Joe Biden himself said, where's the money? Where's the money? Maybe it's right there. He has all these shell corporations that he channels millions of dollars through, right? Celtic Capri Corp and S Corp for the president was not listed on the president's personal tax returns or campaign website, raising eyebrows as to why the 46th president would conceal such a large income source from the public. While it's common to not list corporate revenue on a personal income statement, politicians running for national office typically disclose all sources of income. Could you imagine if Donald Trump was found to have concealed a source of ten, a company that he owned that brought in 10 million of revenue without any documentation on where it came from? Could, they'd probably be impeaching him. You, well, not no probably about it. They would be impeaching him. And you know that. Um, but don't worry, because Joe Biden has got your best interest at heart. He's been very clear when he ran in 2020. It was about bringing the, the nation together, right? The soul of the country. That's something that's still a priority for this president. He's had multiple, uh, multiple, you know, remarks on that particular. His remarks, his remarks on that issue have really, really brought the country together. I'm, I'm so glad that Joe Biden is such a uniter that he's so good at talking to all Americans equally. If you believe in equity, you should maybe try, try talking to everybody in America and not just the radical base of your party. Karine Jean-Pierre got up and she tried to make fun of the fact that boys are competing in girls' sports in high school that uh, some parents are concerned. A reporter brought up, hey, hey man, um, aren't you, what do you say to parents who are concerned about males competing against their girls and possibly injuring them, creating an unsafe environment. And then Kareen does something that I don't think anybody has actually touched on. She, not only did she laugh it off, by doing so, she completely disrespected every parent out there who has a concern. She's never been a freaking parent, Okay. She's never had kids. She's never had to go through the trials and tribulations of raising them in the different phases of their lives. And she goes up there and laughs and disrespects those who have because they may be concerned about boys beating up on their little girls in school sports. I may have altered this video just a little bit. You see if you can tell where that was done. who have daughters, uh, let's say in high school, for example, who are worried that their daughter may have to compete against a male, a, a, a person born male, and, they, and there could be a directly in physical athletic competition and worry about their daughter's safety. So Look, uh, I'm, what you're alluding to is basically saying that transgender kids are dangerous. It sounds Sounds like that's what you're saying. Well, you're saying you're you're saying that their safety is at is in, is is at risk. 
Yeah, yeah but you're 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 laying out a broad kind of broad example or explanation of what could potentially happen. A broad a broad example explain that is dangerous. That is a dangerous thing to say. That essentially transgender kids we're talking about are dangerous. So that little clip of the volleyball game, that is a boy identifying as a girl competing against girls. Spiked the ball, smashed that girl's face. She was in the hospital. She couldn't play anymore. Yeah. But hey, don't you dare, don't you dare say that boys competing against girls is unfair or may possibly create an unsafe environment. This story popped across. It's, it's about, uh, of course, Pride Month, like everything is right now, and it's starting to fizzle out just a little bit. I hope Starbucks Union is not too happy about they're apparently they're pulling some of their pride stuff from their stores. Um, before we go there, I want to I want to do one thing here in in Washington State. I'm, I've mentioned a couple of times in the show that we need to support America First candidates and get them back in. One of the ones that we need to support is Joe Kent. If you're in Washington State, I encourage you to check this out. We're having a, uh, I'm going to be emceeing it, but Matt Gates is coming into town to campaign with Joe Kent. Also, the gubernatorial candidate here in Washington, Semi Bird, is also going to be there. It's on this massive, exclu- it's this ex- exclusive estate on Lake Taps in Washington. Um, tickets at all levels, starting at $125, that, that go to the campaign of these, uh, of these candidates, right? There's going to be uh, fire dancing, uh, prayers, cocktail hour, live jazz music. Magicians are going to be performing. There's going to be fire dancers and a fire show out there. Uh, there's going to be a live auction. It's by a beautiful lake. But if you can, if you're in Washington State, July 1st, check your date. The website, I'm going to put it up here right now, is going to be joekentforcongress.com slash gates. That's joekentforcongress.com slash gates. And if you go there right now, you can get your tickets. You can get VIP tables. There's some great packages on there. The auction items are incredible. But it, this is how you can get involved locally. And if you can't, if, if you want to get an American first candidate, he only lost by less than 1%, all right? We got to get him across the finish line this year. If you're not in Washington State, go to his website, joecampforcongress.com. Anything helps. Drop him five bucks, 10 bucks, whatever it is. If you want to help, and if you believe that we need to get American first candidates into Congress and into the House of Representatives, Joe Kent is one of those guys, and you don't need to have, and he can get there. He's really close, okay? This is a seat that is very doable. And so it doesn't matter if you're in Washington State or not. You can support this person's campaign, joekentforcongress.com, and remember that any little bit helps. I'm not affiliated with his campaign. I just, I love the guy. I love supporting him. And, um, and I want to make sure I get that out there. But uh, the event is going to be great. If you can go to that, go to that. JoeKentForCongress.Gates or slash Gates. And uh, JoeKentForCongress.com slash Gates. Anyway, you know the thing, man. All right, so this story came up. This school was encouraging their students to wear pride gear. Check it out. Displays of intolerance and homophobia are unacceptable. This type of intolerant rhetoric starts in the home. Parents angry at town hall over intolerance at Marshall Simons Middle School. Kids were asked to wear rainbow clothes in honor of Pride Spirit Day, but some organized a counter protest wearing red, white, and blue or black. The principal sharing a statement to families that Pride posters were ripped down, stickers ripped up, some students chanted USA are my pronouns, and students showing Pride were intimidated. It was an unruly disruption 
in fact, that was organized ahead of time. While some parents were upset, others say it was overblown. Some of the kids threw the stickers on the ground, but you know, I can only speak for my daughter. She just, she didn't want to wear that to school. It's not that she wanted to hurt anybody's feelings. She says her daughter felt coerced to participate in the Pride event and was offended by some of the messages, like this quote from Tennessee Williams. Human heart cannot be straight. It is curves and winds. And my daughter just kind of said, you know, mom, that's that's offensive to to me who I am. Yeah, it doesn't matter if it's offensive to you. People, get your kids out of the public indoctrination system. Get them out. I don't care how you do it. Figure it out. Their lives are literally at stake. They will screw them up in the head so bad that they might actually do bodily harm to themselves through mutilation or irreversible harm through hormone blockers. And you know what? In some states, they don't even need to notify you. The state can kidnap your children and give them a sex change and you won't even know where they are or if they're even safe. Get them out of public schools. Homeschool them. Get in a co-op. Private school. Do something. Do something. Homeschooling is not as hard as you think it is. It's really not. A few hours a day. Let's take a look at the economy because the economy is still still is what it is. You know, the thing that they've been bragging about, well, inflation is half of what it once was at its highest. Yeah, but you know what? It's still 4% higher, 3% higher than when you took office, which is 400% higher than when you took office. They, they, see, they set up their new norms. They do these outrageous things. They spent trillions of dollars to drive up inflation on their green, wet dream. And everything else that's done absolutely nothing except line the pockets of special interests and bureaucrats, like gas prices. Oh, we're going to declare war on the oil industry and go after the green. So gas prices rocketed up to seven, eight dollars a gallon in some parts of the country. And now they say, oh, but that's okay. Look at how prices are lower now. So that they created the problem, then give a fake solution that only brings it down to what half it was, but it's still twice as much as when they started. It's created a new baseline and a new norm, whether it's gas prices, whether it's the number of people coming across the border. Used to only be 18000 a month. Now it's 180000 a month. But hey, that's still less than the 300000 a month it was for a while. So look, it's better. New normal created. Inflation. Well, it was 9%. Now it's only 5 Yeah, but it was only one5 when you started. So they, they create these new norms that they're, they're masters, they're masters of distraction. And uh, which, by the way, is what the Trump indictment was about was to hide the, the or the uh, Trump indictment was to hide the Biden bribery scheme. Anyway, so let's take a quick look at finances here. Uh, check this one out. So a new poll that was conducted over the weekend by CNBC and Morning Consult showed nearly six in 10 feel the current economic situation is impacting their finances with middle-income consumers feeling it the most. And nearly everyone, 92%, say they've been cutting back in some capacity. Inflation is weighing heavy on spending. Almost three-quarters of consumers feel prices for essential items like grocery and gas are higher than they were six months ago. And 68% feel prices for non-essential goods are elevated since the beginning of the year. It led to two-thirds of consumers to cut spending on essentials in the last six months, 79% to cut spending on non-essentials. More than half say with grocery, for example, they're using cheaper alternatives or just generally buying less. What's worrisome is that consumers don't expect to change spending habits in the next six months. Two-thirds still expect to cut on essentials, and 77% expect to cut back on non-essentials. There's your kitchen table items, Joe. That's what America is feeling. That's what America thinks. Come out of your pride bubble. Quit promoting all your BS, your pride crap, and this and that, and inclusion and equity. And take a look at real America, man. 60% think it's worse off now. 92% are cutting back because of your economics. 
Your policies have created an environment where the American people are worse off now than they were when you started. And it not even by a little bit, by a lot. You are the cause. You bending your will to the radicals because people like this, they don't believe you, dude. Show me the money. You remember that? You remember that movie? Show me the money. The government comes out and says, oh, inflation is slowing. What are you thinking? Mm, I believe it when I see it. You don't feel it yet? No, I don't see it either. I'll believe it when I see it. But hey, don't worry, man. The Democrats are all about taking care of the minority communities and equity. They're going to make sure that it's all equitable. Why do you keep voting for them? Why do you keep voting for them? And it's the age-old question. Ronald Reagan asked it. Are you better off now than you were four Look, years with ago? the latest uh, debt deal, we're going to go up to $36 trillion in national yep. debt. Joe yep. Biden, the Democrats, are bankrupting the country, and their approaches print so much money that they inflate their way out of this. Yep. Well, I'll tell you who's hurting. The people who are hurting are working men and women. I ask every person at home. Is your life better than it was before yeah, Joe Biden killed. was president? They're getting killed. They're getting killed they're getting everywhere. Killed. And, 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 and that's part of why Merrick Garland wants to indict Trump, is he wants to change the subject from the disaster of Biden's actual record. Yeah, let's keep the eye on the prize. Keep your uh, focus on the real things here. We have a wide open border. We have an uncontrollable, unending uh, war in Ukraine that we're fighting. Um, that we just keep dumping billions and billions of dollars to. We just gave them their weekly allowance here a couple of days ago, another 300 and something million dollars. While people over here are cutting back on their lifestyles. All right. We've got gas and energy prices that are out of control. We've got an open border. We've got inflation that's still high. These are everyday real life issues. These are issues that Donald Trump can fix. These are issues that getting the rhinos out can fix. First of all, we need to get Biden out. He has done more. This, is, this, is, this has been a disaster. How anybody cannot say that this, the results of what this administration has done has been an unmitigated disaster. There are no results. Every, well, there's lots of results. They're all bad. They're all bad. But hey, we got the uh, Equality for Marriage Act through completely duplicitous bill because people can already get married. It's ridiculous. Here's the number better take of the day. They're going after Trump. I, uh, Tucker Carlson hit it right on the head, I think. And uh, wow, what a, what a bomb that was when he dropped that yesterday. Go watch Twitter, Tucker on Twitter, his last monologue, uh, episode three. It was, uh, it was something, and I think he's really onto something because that is true. I mean, you have the the industrial, the military industrial complex, and the the war machine. America has been in perpetual war since World War II. We haven't won a single one of them, but a lot of people and a lot of corporations have gotten extremely, extremely wealthy, and so have some countries. As we keep sending our money abroad, and our our the lives of our young people are being put at risk, all to line the pockets of these politicians and the lobbyists and the corporations that they, that they invest in. It's uh, it's sad. It's pathetic. Donald Trump came out and said he will for sure go after Joe Biden. He'll appoint a special prosecutor, a real prosecutor and go after Biden, the Biden crime family and everybody who went after them. And he should, people said, well, he didn't go after Hillary. Well, don't you think the landscape's changed a little bit after seven years of witch hunt, two sham impeachments, and now indictments culminating in what could be the rest of his life in prison. Don't you think the field of play has changed just a little bit? I think Trump means what he says, and I think he'll do what he says. He's the guy who can fix this. I've done shows on DeSanctus, so I'm not going to cover that again. He's not the guy. He is not the guy. He will be another rhino once he gets in there because he's vulnerable. He's going, he has a young family. He's halfway through his career. He's going to be also bucking for a second term. Now is not the time for DeSanctus. It's just not. He's not the right guy. He's not what we need right now. Maybe in four years. Let Trump go in there and rock the boat hard. 
because he's got nothing to lose. And then maybe DeSantis can go in there in 28 and get a couple more terms, right? Once the ship is righted. Right now, it's still sinking, and DeSantis is not going to be the answer. Trump said that he's out there protecting us, and he is. The economy is still in shambles. Don't forget the record, and don't forget to ask yourself, am I better off now than I was when Biden started? Anybody who can say yes, well, I, I want to take a look at your, your checkbook and your reality because... Uh, because I can tell you, my family has cut back a lot on a lot of things, on, on how we shop and the choices we make, the vacations we go on. Even had to cut back on the dogs a little bit, and they were so mad, my German Shepherd dogs. I uh, love those things, but man, they were upset. I didn't get as many bully sticks last month as they usually do. It's imperative that we get America First candidates back there. Imagine, Adam Schiff went up there and lied. He lied on every single show he could get on, every single podium he could take. He lied from the House floor. He lied from the Capitol steps. He lied everywhere he went that he had conclusive proof, evidence, that Donald Trump colluded with Russians. No doubt in his mind, I have proof. There's conclusive proof. I have proof. He said it everywhere he went. It was like vomit constantly coming out of his mouth. He lied to the American people over and over and over Again, and you can't even get him censured in a Republican-controlled House of Representatives because 20 rhinos said no. I ran their names on the show earlier. I'm going to blast them out on social as well. Every single one of those Republicans needs to be primaried out and get somebody like Joe Kent from Washington State who's running into the 3rd District in. People who will go back there and look out for America and Americans instead of themselves. Anyway, thanks for watching. If you've just been listening on renegaderadio.com or any of the podcast channels, I'm on all of them. Some people just have time to listen. They don't have time to watch. But hey, check me out on rumble.com slash the nun report. Amplify it. Share it. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. Smash it. It helps. Okay? That's how you can help the America First Movement is by supporting shows like mine, getting them out there amplifying the message to more and more people. You can catch me on all the socials at The Nun Report except TikTok because I don't do that commie BS and Twitter because I had a different account on there. It's now at Nun Report. Take the the out. It's just at Nun Report. All right? Or just go to my website, thenunreport.com. I should just say that. You could go there and link into everything. That would have saved like 30 seconds off the show. Anyway, hey, Thanks again for watching. And as always, until next time, may the odds be ever in your favor. Cheers.